Welcome to the podcast with a purpose with information and content meant to motivate, aspire and inspire you from romance author and host Chamira E. Fleming, but you can call her my welcome to an experience. This is the Purple Charm Experience. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Purple Charm Experience podcast, where I am your host, Chamara E. Fleming, but you can call me mine. As always, guys, I have a fantastic show planned for you, so I want you to sit back, relax, and get ready for another fabulous episode. What's up, everyone? Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Purple Charm Experience podcast. As always, I like to kick off the episode with an amazing quote. Um, Usually these quotes are something that is motivational, aspirational and inspirational to us all. It's something that I love to do because it gives us a chance to, you know, get some encouragement and kind of focus the discussion as well as focus our day. And so as always, um, I love to bring these to you because um, it, it, it it's a wonderful way to kick off the episode and get things started. So without further ado, today's quote comes from author Ash and it states, one important key to success is self-confidence. An important key to self-confidence is preparation. And I chose this particular uh, quote because, um, you know, I, if you if you look at social media these days, so many people have great confidence and such self-confidence in themselves. And that's an amazing, amazing quality to have. But it's also a great quality to be able to prepare yourself for what's ahead of you. And in each and every situation that you put forth or put yourself into, um, it's important to be prepared. You know, a lot of people um, may say that, and I've heard in the past that people say that, oh, I just, you know, I just like to let things happen. I don't like to necessarily prepare for what's going to um happen for to me you know I like the spontaneity of life and that's great that's fine and dandy um but in certain situations it's important for you to be prepared such as if you're going in for an interview of course it's important to be prepared if you are given a presentation it's important for you to be prepared so I don't think there's anything wrong with preparation I think it's a, a great quality and skill to have because typically most people who are very prepared for um, anything that's thrown at them, they're pretty good at organizing too. Those people are generally great organizers because if you think about, you know, what how their, their lives are, they don't typically like um, disorganization. Or, or being disorganized, rather. And so uh, I know for myself, um, I like to prepare for certain things, <laughs> even down to this podcast. Like, I, I like to be prepared 
to have something um, set up and ready to go. So I know exactly what I'm going to talk about. As a matter of fact, um, I've pretty much planned the entire season out for the most part. And I have all of the episodes, quotes done already. Um, And that's, you know, that's just me preparing for, uh, you know, each week. Because I know that I have to give, I'm going to give you a quote each week. I know that it's important for me to make sure that I have those prepared and ready to go. Now, I may, you know, I may speak to the quote on, you know, just go off of, you know, by heart what I feel, you know, just let it happen and see what I, you know, what comes out and how I feel that day when I'm talking about it. But for the most part, uh, I do know exactly what I'm going to talk about before it even happens. And so that's my way of preparing for the podcast. Um, I always prepare myself um, in any situation I'm going into when I'm doing a pop up for my books. If I'm doing uh, makeup for someone, I definitely want to be sure that I'm prepared. And the funny thing is, is that Monday... My quote of the day had to do with, uh, was a quote from um, Gabrielle Union. And um, it was a fantastic quote where she says, um, it talked about, you know, being, being, uh, putting your best foot forward. And um, being, is also about being prepared. And I just want to share it with you. It says, don't save your best for when you think the material calls for it. Always bring your full potential to every take and be on top of your job or they will replace you. And it's important to be that way. And I think that's, you know, the importance of this quote of being prepared is if you're going to put your best foot forward, you can't put your best foot forward if you're half and ass, if you have ass in it, you know, or if you are winging it, or if you are, you know, not really taking the time that you need to, to make sure that you're ready to face whatever is in front of you. And so I just want to encourage you today that whatever it is that you're working on, whatever it is that you're doing, um, to be prepared. Um, if you are trying to get into podcasting, you know, Go and, go and research. Do your research. Make sure that you are prepared for your episodes. Make sure that you are doing your homework and that you know what your material is before you get started. If you're writing a book um, and it requires for you to, if you have some historical references and it requires for you to do research, actually put in the work to make sure that you are putting out great a great book that is solid in the content and the, the information that you are um, providing in the story so that people can enjoy it and that it is well-rounded and and you know and your reader knows that you did what you should have to make sure that the story, care, that you can carry the story because of the research that you've done. And also, if you're... Um, if it doesn't matter what, you know, it doesn't matter what you're, you're into. I just use those examples because that's, you know, I'm a podcaster and I'm a writer. 
So it's, it, it works for me. And if, you know, if you're in the same, you know, in the same industry or genres as I am, then it will hopefully this message resonates with you. But whatever it is that you're doing, make sure you're prepared because people can tell when you're half-assed. <laughs> I mean, just it, that's for lack of a better word or term to be able to describe it. People can tell when you're phoning it in. So don't phone it in. Do the work. Be prepared. And that's our quote for today. And I hope that you catch my quote of the day next week and that you enjoyed this one and that maybe something that I said resonates with you and sticks with you going forward. Have a good day. Right, all right, all right, everyone. So now we get into one of my favorite parts of the podcast. I get to share with you my sip of the week. And typically, I share my sip of the week so that you can, you know, hopefully be able to sip on it while you're enjoying your evening. In the future, um, on a few, when you're listening to a future episode of the podcast, I hope you grab one of these sips and enjoy them as you listen to the podcast. Um, I enjoy doing this because, as many of you know from previous episodes, I've shared that I have my Level 1 certification in Wine Experience from the Wine Experience, Wine and Spirits Education Trust, excuse me. And, um, you know, I really enjoy sharing these sips. Um, I still feel like I'm really you know, relatively new to this and it's, you know, interesting to talk about. Um, but, um, I'm getting more and more comfortable with describing the, the wines and spirits that I share, but, you know, I hope that you guys enjoy them and that you appreciate, um, me offering my perspective when it comes to the types of wines and spirits and cocktails that I'm sharing with you. And today I have a beautiful one that, um, and I'm back with them because <laughs> to be quite honest, guys, I have, I have a subscription with, um, uh, I won't say the name of the company, but I have a subscription where I get, um, my wines curated for me. And I've had a few rounds of wines that I have not been really impressed with. I'll just say that. And so, um, what I did do is that I decided to go with, um, a producer that I am familiar with that I love their wines and pick up a few that I wanted to share with you all. And this week I am happy to be back with one that I enjoyed over the past weekend. And, um, I think that you, if you decide that you want to order this particular wine, um, I think it'll be, I think you'll love it. But anyway, without, you know, going any further, um, the wine that I'm speaking of is by Biltmore Estate. And the vintage is 2021. Um, Of course, it comes out of the um, Asheboro, North Carolina region. Um, And the wine that I sipped this past um, weekend was a Pinot Grigio. And it was a part of um, one of their wine trios 
I think it was for, I want to say there were three, three different types of white wines. It was a, a Pinot Grigio, a Sauvignon Blanc, and an Albarino. And I love all three. And I was so impressed with the Pinot Grigio. It was perfect. You know, guys, I've already shared in the past how much I love wines that I just, you know, white wines that are, have that really pale color. Um, they chill really well and taste so crisp and nice. I love wines like that, especially during the summertime. So this one is a perfect one. Um, but the alcohol volume was a 13.5%, which isn't too bad. Um, you know, it's a nice little, nice, nice light, light wine for you to drink. Um, the, it had a, a really light um, color. Like I said, the, it was very pale in color. Um, some of the notes that I, I can sense um, when I smelled the wine... Um, when I sniffed the wine, it had a kind of a peachy, tropical scent. You can also smell the floral notes in this particular wine as well. Um, and it also, and when you taste this wine, it's off dry. Um, definitely a light-bodied wine. Um, and some of the initial, the primary flavor characteristics is that I could taste peach and like a white grape um, flavors. And then also the secondary uh, flavor characteristic was a kind of a floral flavor. Um, and so overall, um, I I gave this this particular wine an outstanding <laughs> rating. Um and some of the notes that I took down is that I felt like this wine, to me, was pure perfection. And so um, I, I really love this Pinot Grigio. And I thought that it was bursting with the, the white peach and grape flavors and floral notes. And so, um, you know, as nothing else, I definitely was super satisfied with this sip. And, um, I paired it now, ironically, you, you probably shouldn't have paired this with a uh, pasta, a red pasta because of the acidity. Um, and they didn't really, I won't say they didn't really complement each other, but it still tasted pretty good to me. Um, but I hadn't, I had made, um, homemade Italian meatballs and, uh, spaghetti noodles with it and so it was pretty good together but like I said it probably was not the best pairing because of the acidity of the the red sauce um but you definitely have to try this wine and you can't go wrong with a, a wine from Biltmore Estate like I'm I, I seriously love their wines um and I can't wait to share the other ones that I have I also bought a backyard trio that I want to share that I have uh, a couple reds that I definitely want to talk about on a next podcast, but episode on a future podcast episode, excuse me. But in the meantime, um, you can check out my blog post that will drop the same day that this, this podcast episode is aired where I'm describing my sip of the week. And so please feel free to check out these wines 
on my blog. Now, that is so now that I've gotten that out of the way, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to my sip of the week. And I hope that you try them. And if you do, make sure that you always drink responsibly. And I will give you another wonderful sip next week. everybody so for this week for ask the author I wanted to talk a little bit about um what my schedule is like when I'm writing a book and also writing dialogue um it's so funny because one of the things that I feel like when I'm writing a book my schedule is haywire and hectic I feel like I can't find the time of day to write and it's so crazy because um, when I have plenty of time to write, I f- actually find other things to occupy my time and I, I get distracted easily. And it's so crazy because I think a lot of authors are this way. Uh, when we, when we are under a deadline, we probably could crunch it out. But when we have all the time in the world, that's when we find everything to be a distraction from what we need to get done. <laughs> And it's so it's so interesting because last week my editor reached out to me and I, I just kept saying to myself, oh, I have time. Oh, I have time. And I knew that my deadline was coming, but I thought it was further in the month of August. And my editor reached out to me last week to ask me if I was ready for her to begin reviewing my book. And I had to extend my um, writing time because I'm not ready yet. The book is not ready yet. I'm close, but I'm not there yet. And I feel like much of what's holding me back is my schedule. I just don't have the time right now to get it done. But I have to I have to find a time to get it done. But it's, it's weird when you want to sit down and get things out and a lot of times I can I could be doing so many other things such as my day job working and I have ideas come in my mind where I'm like, oh if I could sit down, oh I could get this out. And when it's time for me to sit down after I get off work or if I have, you know, my lunch break, I can't I can't remember what I was thinking. You know, I can't remember the thoughts that I had and I forget to scribble down, you know my ideas and I got to stop that because um I need to be able to have my ideas um go so that I can get these stories out of my head like I have tons of have tons of ideas for stories and they come and and I just need the time in my schedule to be able to get them out but yeah um I all like I said, I always feel like my schedule is so hectic and so cluttered and so much going on when I need to write my books. And then also in terms of so interesting because um a part of 
the Black Writers Collective. Shout out to them. Um, they are amazing and um, so interesting. One of the members posted an article about writing dialogue in book in in your book, and so I feel like that is an area that is so it's so weird and it can be difficult to remember the the rules to writing dialogue. Um, but it's so crazy because when I write my books, I like to write as if my, my characters are, I do a lot of dialogue cause I have my, my characters speaking a lot. And I remember when I wrote the first book, um, the, my editor at the time, um, sent me some pointers on how to write dialogue because of course it was my first book. I, I really didn't understand the mechanics and the the rules around writing dialogue. And it is such, I will say to me, I feel like it's such a, it's a science to doing it, you know, and it's a skill to doing it really, you know, being really good at it. And if you're really good at it, it makes the storyline and the storytelling seamless. Like you can give so much information and backstory and you can really grow your characters if you're really good at telling the story through dialogue with your characters. And that's what I want to get, you know, really strong with. I love to get to a point where my storytelling is so seamless that when people read my stories, you know, these characters are really almost living, breathing entities, but they're, you know, living in their world, not the real world, but their world. And um, so that has been, you know, one of my goals as I grow as an author and as a writer is to become a stronger storyteller and particularly getting really really skillful and strong with my dialogue um, with my characters. And I've read a number of articles, Writer's Digest, um, and this new one that the member from the Collective sent. I'm also, and I definitely like that one because I can keep it close to my desk as a reference whenever I need it. And so I just, you know, I think it, it goes to show the growth that you can make um, when you're building your craft, um, when you invest the time to, you know, read articles. And like I said, from the earlier, from the, the my quote of the day, being prepared. Arthur Ashe's, you know, quote about being prepared, about self, you know, having one important key to self excuse me, to success is self-confidence and an important key to self-confidence and preparation. You know, I feel like for me as a writer, being prepared allows me to build my self-confidence. And, you know, with that self-confidence, um, success is right around the corner, right? If, if I'm, you know, stay true to being, you know, organized and staying on focus, you know, staying focused and on point and being prepared. 
And so I just wanted to talk a little bit about that today because um, that's where I kind of where I am in terms of writing a story. I'm literally in a part of the book where my characters are having a heart to heart and some things are happening and I really need to buckle down on the dialogue so that I can really tell the story through their eyes and through their conversation because they're going to be saying a lot coming up and I'm about I'm about to take the reader on a journey romantic they're going through a romantic journey but they're really going to see the transition of the these characters lives in a over the course of a number of years and I need them to be able to speak to their story and speak their lives on these on these pages and I needed to do it in a strong way and so that's why I have to be skillful and strong with writing the dialogue so I hope you guys appreciate a little insight into my perspective as an author, as a writer, and what it takes for me, you know, and how I approach writing to write dialogue, you know, and it's important to me to make sure that I am grammatically correct and uh, technically correct and you know, because I don't want people to read my story and find errors in my books. That's not cool. And so um, it is the reason why I, I really take this stuff seriously. And so I hope you guys appreciate it and that you can see the growth in my writing on the pages and the books to come. So thank you for listening and stay tuned for um, this week's Prince History and the wrap up. Thanks, guys. All right, everyone. I just want to say thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Purple Charm Experience podcast. As we close, you know, I like to give you a little bit of Prince history before I sign off. And this week, my Prince history is about the Graffiti Bridge album. So, on August 20th, please remember that, let's see, 32 years ago, I think it will be, on August 20th, 1990, Prince released the Graffiti Bridge album. And if you know this album, you know it contains the tracks Thieves in the Temple and New Power Generation. And I love this particular Prince history because it takes place on my oldest cousins, on my dad's side birthday. Also, um, I watched a movie. I watched the National Lampoon's Vacation over the weekend. So cool how, you know, little Prince gems pop up everywhere when I'm watching stuff. And I realized that there's a song in that movie called He's So Dull. And that particular song was written by, um, Des Dickerson, which was one of Prince's original band members, and Vanity Six. And it was performed by Vanity Six. And if you know anything about this, about National Lampoon's Vacation, 
it actually comes up in this scene where um, Audrey and her cousin are in her cousin's room um, listening to music and looking at uh, magazines <laughs> and the song is playing in the background. So if you're watching any old school movies over the, week, over the weekend or in the coming weeks, please check out National Pentanam Plume's Vacation and look for He's So Dull in that song, in, the, in that movie. And our print song of the week is uh, Joy and Repetition, one of my favorite songs from the album. So hope you enjoy the podcast and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Hi guys. I just want to say thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Purple Charm Experience. I hope you enjoyed it. But in the meantime, in between time, I hope that you will also take a moment to check out my website www.creativecalfrey.com where you can find more information about me, my books, my merchandise, and more. Also, while you're there, I hope you, you will sign up for my newsletter by subscribing. If you also want to receive exclusive content and merchandise that pertains to this podcast, please sign up for my Patreon page by becoming a member. And finally, If you really enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider sharing with your friends and family. I appreciate it and they deserve to get this great information too. So until we meet again, I'll see you next time. Bye.